Thank you for listening to the Peer Purpose Podcast. I'm Bobby Jones, the only podcast where you get the tools that you need to become your true, authentic self and walk out your destiny. Welcome back to the Peer Purpose Podcast. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, Living in the Mundane. I'm excited about this topic today. Really excited. We're going to talk about how to actually say a real apology. Okay. I've been meaning to do this for a while. Um, I call it how to clean up a mess. Okay. That's, that's what I talk about with it, but it's how, how to clean up a mess. I, you know, we, we can get, we can tend to, as we go through life, we can tend to just get to a place where everything just becomes, you know what, that's just what it is. Okay. But what if I told you there's an actual way to clean up a mess? I talk to my kids and I ask this question all the time that I work with. I said, how many of you actually know how to do a real apology? Like how to make a real apology? And some of them are like, ah, yeah, no, I think some of them just raise their hand because they don't want to be left out. But then I said, okay, what's, what, take me through the steps. And, and so then I start asking, right? But a lot of them do admit, you know, it's really awkward to apologize. And I have to think that if it's awkward for you to apologize to someone, it's probably because you don't get apologized too much in your life. Maybe mom and dad don't apologize to you. Maybe they never have, okay? But there is a proper way to clean up a mess. And one of the things that I want to debunk today, that it's just okay to walk through life bulldozing people down and thinking that it's their problem if they struggle with it. I'm sorry that is not being a kind human being, okay? And you will not get far in life like that. Okay, so I want us to really, really understand. There's a lot of many reasons why we wouldn't want to clean up a mess. A lot of it can be pride. It can be ego. Maybe we've never been taught how, okay? But we're going to actually talk about what that looks like when you clean up a mess. That's what we talk about in my community. We say, you spilt some red paint. I want you to imagine being in a room with a bunch of people, dropping a couple cans or one can of paint, It's going to splatter out. It's probably going to get on people. That's the visual you can put to when it comes to apologizing to someone and actually cleaning up a mess. Chances are you're not going to let that paint sit there on people or on the floor. Everyone's going to run to the bathroom. We're going to go get the janitor or you're going to be the one to go to the cleaning closet, get all the supplies that you're going to need, and you're going to start cleaning. Okay. I want you to think of this in the physical sense as far as when it comes to Maybe an altercation or someone you have hurt at some point in time or the people in the future you're going to hurt because we're human beings and sometimes it's life. We hurt people not intentionally, sometimes intentionally, but for the most part, we hope it's not intentional, but you have to learn how to clean up the mess. And so we're going to go through some of the steps today in that. And I want you to practice this going forward, okay? I want you to practice if you hurt someone's feelings or you upset someone or you really damage them, I want you to understand how to clean up that mess, say a proper apology, and get back to a good place with that person. Okay, so the first thing that we have to do is we have to acknowledge the point of damage. When you hurt someone, we have to acknowledge the point of damage on what that pain that they experienced from you was. Okay, so we have to say that we have to get to the place where we say, you know what, saying I'm sorry is probably not going to be enough. We have to actually look at the thing that we did and examine that and really get to the place where we can acknowledge that with the person, okay? 
There is something to say, hey, I'm sorry for what I did. That was a very, very wrong of me, and I don't feel that way at all. So let's say I'm going to use an example of you called someone dumb, okay, or whatever it was. There's something to say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry for calling you dumb. I was very wrong in that, and I don't feel that way at all. Okay, there's something to say that. And then when we actually acknowledge the point of damage, we are actually saying that I really see how what I did or said to you has impacted you, and I'm sorry that I played a part in that. I don't ever want to be the one that plays a part in making you feel that way. Now, what I am not talking about is just walking on eggshells, okay? I'm not talking about that aspect of things because sometimes you're going to say things that people don't like. doesn't mean it's always wrong what you say, right? If someone is saying something that just, you know, that's really not true, it's okay for you to say, hey, I'm sorry, but that's not accurate what you're actually saying right there. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you deliberately hurt someone, you make, you do something towards them, you say something towards them that you know it just it tears them up. This is what I mean when I talk about we have to acknowledge the point of damage with that, okay? And so that's how we start cleaning up our mess. We have to acknowledge the point of damage. Second thing, okay, it's important, imperative even, to understand where they are coming from, okay? We have to step into their world because we are the ones that affected their world, all right? So we have to understand that to show people empathy, it will actually make them understand that you are really trying to make it right, okay? We have to be people that are so self-aware that we could take ownership of how we make people feel, I'm not talking about walking on eggshells, like I said, okay? But I'm just talking about being self-aware. Actually, it's funny because the other night me and my brother were talking on the phone. We talked about people that just aren't self-aware. And I know many people that aren't self-aware, but we have to be ones that are self-aware. We have to be ones to say, you know what? I really understand what I did here. Now, I'm not saying that you have to earn anything back with them. I either, you know, It's not a performance-based thing. You may have to earn some trust back or whatever, a little bit in that, but I'm just talking about showing empathy and just realize like you're the one that impacted their world. Like you just impacted the world. So you have to show them that you understand that you did that. Okay. Another way we do this, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna caution y'all right now, because this is a big one I see. I hear it all the time. We have to stay away from the non-apologies. Cause there are certain things that are just non- apologies. And one of those is, I'm sorry you feel that way. (laughs) No, 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 no. It doesn't actually admit you're that, that you're wrong. When you say, I'm sorry you feel that way. You're really saying you got offended for no reason. And I have no clue why you're acting like this. No, no, no. You have to stay away from that non-apology. That's not actually apologizing. That's not taking responsibility. We have to start taking responsibility. I was actually having this conversation the other day, I think, in the school. As much as we want our choices to be someone else's responsibility or someone else's consequences, can't happen. There's no way around it. You have to be the one responsible. So I'm challenging you today, just like I was challenged many years ago to get healthy. 
I'm challenging you that if you struggle with not apologizing to people, I suggest that you dissect this episode down and you really pull it apart and you start applying this stuff to your life. Because I promise you, it's always better to make people feel like you understand them when it comes to you hurting them than to just say, well, it's your problem. No, 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 no. It's your problem. Okay? It's your problem because you hurt them. All right? Let's understand that today. Okay? It doesn't clean up the mess. Saying, I'm sorry you feel that way, it leaves the mess bigger. Okay? One of the other things we have to do, and this is one of like the last things that we have to do when it comes to this cleaning a mess. We have to restore the standard, y'all. You have to restore the standard. What does that mean, Bobby? It means you have to get back to the place where you were at before that point of damage took place. Okay? We have to restore the standard. We have to get to a place where we always undo what we did or what we said to someone. Okay? We call them dumb. We have to undo that. We have to say, you know what? I don't, I don't think you're dumb. I actually know you're very smart. And again, very sorry that I made you feel like you weren't. Okay? That's acknowledge the point of damage. That's restoring the standard. You have to undo what was done. That's the problem. We don't want to undo anything anymore. We just want to do something. And we just want to leave it there. Okay? Okay, so imagine that bucket of paint spilled in your living room and you just left it there. How well would that go for you? It wouldn't, okay? The mess would get bigger, leave stains, and eventually you wouldn't be able to get it off the carpet. And so we have to understand that restoring the standard, undoing what was done, is the only way forward. There is no way forward other than that right there, okay? We have to restore the standard. All right. It brings it back before the damage took place. I just mentioned that, okay? If you struggle with this, I want to challenge you to get some help. Go find someone in your life that knows how to do this well and ask them to say, hey, I don't know how to apologize to people. It's awkward for me. Everything in me tells me to run from them when I hurt them. Will you help me do that? I'm encouraging you today to go find someone. I'll be one. If you're a kid listening to this in my schools, you don't know, come find me this week. I'll teach you exactly how to do it. Okay? The first instinct you may have is run, run, run. But again, you're not taking responsibility. Okay? We have to stop thinking that it's okay just to be a bull in a china shop when it comes to people. My videographer is in the studio with me today. Me and him are becoming good friends. Okay? I would be so appalled by my, of myself and, and anyone else around me if I treated him any way other than respectful. If I treated him as if his voice didn't matter, that would be despicable. But I don't treat him like that. Right? And it's one of those situations where I have to, I, I approach every single person just like you should be. We should all be approaching every single person like they matter, like their voice matters. Now, if you don't become good friends with them, obviously that's one thing. And it doesn't have to always be the case, but you have to treat them with respect. They have experiences too. And I'm not going to treat him any other way than with 
the utmost respect and the utmost um, knowledge and wisdom with his craft and what he does and what he brings to the table. And more importantly, who he is as a person. I'm not going to diminish that. Okay? If we bowl in a China shot, people, I promise you, after a while, there will be no one left. People won't stay for that. And they shouldn't. And I recommend that to people all the time. 90% of the issues that are that I'm approached with, with, with the kids I work with and even some adults, always have to do with people. Because people's something we're going to have to deal with for the rest of our life. <laughs> There's people everywhere. We have relationships in our life. We work for people. We're never not going to have to know how to deal with people. Okay? And I always tell them, if, there's a, if you're in a situation that is really bad for you, I'm not going to use the word toxic because I, I, that's such a buzzword that I hate. But if it's really just not good for you and it leaves a negative impact on you, I always caution them to, to, to leave that situation. Leave. Obviously, if you live at home with parents and, and that's not good for you, that's, I can't do anything about that. But if it's a friend, if it's someone that you don't have to be around every day, I, I caution you, go. Go. Because they obviously have continued to move deeper and deeper into making a mess in your life. Right? So I want us to understand that. We have to learn how to take full responsibility. I'll say this and I'll continue to say it. Okay? And I'm not saying take full responsibility and ignore the pain that you've experienced from these people. It's the same goes, the same thing for you too with, with someone else. They have to restore the standard in your life. They have to. I will not be talked to a certain way. It just It's not going to happen. I won't allow it. And that's the choice that I made in my life. Does that mean that I'm high and mighty? No, it doesn't. It means that I have a standard that I live by. And if you can't abide by that standard, then guess what? We're not going to be in relationship. Will I love you? Absolutely. Love you very well. Will I encourage you? Absolutely. Will I give you wisdom? Of course. But you're not going to treat me anything other than the standard that I've created for my life. Just like I'm not going to treat you anything other than the standard you created for your life. And even if you don't have that high standard, I'm going to hold that high standard for you in your life until you can hold it for yourself. We have to get kinder in our world today. Call me a square. Call me a loser. Whatever you want to do in these reels. I don't care. David, you're going to chop that in too. That's going to be a good reel for us. Call me whatever you want to call me. We have to get kinder. We have to get kinder. We do not. There is like, it's like grace has left our world today. We make no room for mistakes. We don't hold people to their destiny. We always hold them to their history. We never give them a chance to create something new for us in their lives. How do we get there? I can tell you how we got there because no one is content with who they are anymore because we are all trying to live up to a false reality that doesn't exist. That's how you get there. But I can't change. I'm not going to change who I am. I love who I am. I'm going to continue encouraging people to be who they are. 
in a good way, right? We're not going to bulldoze people. But I'm going to speak the truth. And the truth is the truth, and it doesn't change no matter if you like it or not. I have to get kinder. This is a challenge. Being soft-hearted will take you way further than being hard-hearted. And you'll feel better because you don't feel good when you treat people like crap. I've never heard someone say, oh, man, I've been treating people like crap. I feel amazing inside. Nope, you're only showing people how you feel about yourself. Uh-huh. That's how I know. I know when someone's not feeling good. Why? Because they'll be really, really volatile towards other people. You give yourself away. You give yourself away. Come to this side. I'll teach you how to do it. I want you to understand that I, I know that if you've never had this modeled in your life, then it, it's probably not easy to display in yours. Okay? I, I get that. I understand that. I really am sorry that you have experienced that to this point in your life. Okay? Maybe you've never heard apology from someone. Your parents don't apologize to you. You know, whatever it is, maybe people don't actually, but I'm going to encourage you. I've said this a little bit in certain forms on here, but I'm going to encourage you is like, what point does it come to where you say, we have to stop handing down this stuff in our family? Because there's a lot of generational stuff that gets handed down. And if you don't believe me, just think about what your parents believed growing up and how close you are to what they believe now, or how close you are to believing what they believed because they handed it to you. We're all shaped by what our parents gave us. I've said this many times. But at what point do you say, you know what, it's time that I stop the cycle. Yeah, I'm not going to lose it on my kids for not being able to do something right. Okay? We have to get to a place where we, 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 can, we get back to educating people we just sometimes expect people to know. No, we don't know. Some people don't know. They've never been taught it. And it's weird when you get taught it, if you've never been taught it. I was in my mid-20s when I learned how to get healthy. Do you know how hard that was? That was the hardest journey. I tell kids all the time and people, this was the hardest journey I've ever embarked on because I had to undo 20 years worth of stuff that I accumulating that I accumulated like a garage sale stuff just in me patterns of behavior thought thought patterns behavior cycles I had to undo all that that was hard work it was not easy so you become the model Become the model of what you want to display in your life. And I promise you, other people will follow. It may take some time. But if you stay consistent there, they're going to want what you have. Because I don't care what anyone says, being healthy, that looks appealing. Even if people can't pinpoint what it is about you, they're drawn to it. Why? Because it's something different than what they've always known. I love you. You're going to be okay. I'm in this with you. I won't work on your life harder than you, but I'm going to walk this journey side by side with you. Okay? So much gold inside of you 
that's going to help you display the greatness outside of you. Continue to live whole in a full life, and I promise you, you will be proud of what you build. I love y'all. Keep climbing, and I'll see you next time.